Who's a body positive activist and content creator and also an actor? Right? Actor. <laughs> Emphasis on the tour. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Have you ever done a podcast? Uh, yeah, I've done a couple. And yeah, yeah. So you're not nervous to be interviewed? Interviewed yeah. very loosely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not too nervous. I always second guess myself, but. You're a very awesome person Thanks. and very chill, so so not too too nervous. Second gal myself is yeah. like literally every fucking yeah. I was like of the day yeah, totally. Life. Like, do I want the blueberry muffin or not? <laughs> and then like you know, kind of like die a little bit at the front of the line and then just get a coffee instead. So that's me for sure. Um, so I was saying off air to Kenzie. Um, I used to like super prepare for my interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I choose not to do that anymore because I naturally and organically want to get to know who you are. So um, tell me a little bit about how you started off on the activism portion of your life. And then mm-hmm. we'll talk about your other uh, the other things that you do. Yeah, totally, totally. So I ended up on a separate Instagram account um, other than my personal one a couple of years ago and I started the Instagram account off as like a weight loss motivation and to be a part of this weight loss community which is totally opposite of what I, I obviously do now and the Instagram account was you know introducing me to women who were just started talking about their bodies and stuff. And it was the first time I had ever been involved in a community like that. I didn't have my friends or I didn't have my family talking so openly and so candidly about that. And so I started getting obsessed with like being online and like just like being involved in a community. I thought it was like so great. When was this? Um, A couple of years ago in the fall. Okay. Yeah. What year is it? 2017? Like 2015? (laughs) I know. I literally... (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to say... I can't. I'm like... Now that 2012 is over, I every year is like the same, you know? Like everything was leading up to 2012 and like it's just been the same since. Um, But I was... So I was... I was in this weight loss community and I was losing weight. I was hitting these goal weights and I started realizing that this was a novelty and every time I hit a goal weight I would get this high of you know this massive sense of accomplishment and feeling really good about myself and then I would crash right afterwards I would just be back to a poor body image um, back to you know a very regimented diet which wasn't really feeling good at the end of it and I was feeling negative you know I felt like I was like, okay, I have to keep this up. I have to keep this up. And I was really scared of losing sort of the, these milestones that I had created. And eventually, like, in my head, I was like, I had a I had a weird, like, breakdown at the gym one day. I was just, like, in the bathroom, like, like working so hard. And when you work so hard and you see the scale, like, rise up a little bit, but you're, you know, you're on track to be losing weight, it really, it's so triggering. So... I literally, this is the power of social media. I like went on Instagram. I like went to the tags and I searched in like self-acceptance because I just like didn't, literally didn't know what else to write. Like I was like in my head, like freaking out. And then all of a sudden I saw all of these women. I wonder what made you type that. I don't know. I was just like, I was like, I hate myself. I need to not look at stuff that makes me hate myself. And it was just like, it just, it existed. And, And I found, oh my God. Yeah. I found all of these women embracing themselves and stuff. And I was like, 
I can't believe this exists. I need to interrupt you for a second. Yeah. Because I think what you just said, you just, you skimmed over it, but mm-hmm. I think that it's, you didn't skim over it, but yeah. you, you were talking like authentically. But I think what you just said, um, I mean, it's powerful for me, even mm-hmm. though it's a negative statement mm-hmm. of I hate myself because mm-hmm. I've literally dealt with th- those words going through my head yeah. since I can remember. Right. That's like heavy. since I can remember, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like something that I deal with and struggle with all the time. And I think that it's something that a lot of people do. Totally. Like a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like a most of the time. Many. Yeah. Um, most yeah. of the time, nobody talks about it. For sure. So for you to just say for that sure. out loud, I don't think you understand. Like I want to oh. acknowledge you for just oh, even saying that totally. out loud because uh, even though it isn't a pretty statement mm, and it's not, it's not positive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that you can even just admit that is huge. Thanks. So thanks. Yeah. Totally. I appreciate that's that. Like, that's like a lot. Cause a lot of people feel like that. A lot of people hate right. things about themselves or, yeah. but like saying like, I hate myself mm. in that moment or whatever totally. moment that you're in. is like, it's heavy. It's shitty. Dark. It's the worst. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It guts you a little bit, right? Like yeah. when you actually come to that moment where it's just you and nobody else is around and you're like I literally don't even like any fiber of my being inside and out you know what people can observe and what I can observe I don't like it it's it's silences you you know you feel so trapped in your body and so many women live like that so many people live like that and it's like it's hard it's hard to hear about it especially because i'm i'm in such a good place with my recovery and stuff and just like being on this like you know self-love and self-acceptance like journey i'm like i'll have mornings where i'm like so happy and so positive and i remember not waking up like that and i have to kind of like remind myself where i where i've come from because there were mornings where i was like okay okay don't look at yourself in the mirror because it'll just send you into a spiral. Like, don't even worry about how your how your clothes fit. Like, just don't look at yourself. Just like get dressed. Don't look in the mirror. Not even at your eyes. Like, don't look at anything. Put a hat on. Just like get out and get to work. And like, don't do anything. Don't even touch your body. Like, don't do any of that because you're just like, you just end up cultured that way. You know? Do your did was yours like okay? So was your um, feeling about yourself mm-hmm. centered mostly around how you looked? Yeah, it was mostly around how I looked and because I was so, I felt so kind of like paralyzed because I had, I just had such a warped uh, way of viewing myself. I acted socially awkward and I hated that about myself. So I was like, so people might not have thought that I would have been, that I was like socially awkward at work, but I felt safe at work because I felt like I know my role here and I know my relationship. Like these are my coworkers. These are the customers here. But in like social settings of just being like amicable with people or going out and having fun, there was no way that I could do that. Like it just brought up so many insecurities. Yeah, like it was it was really tough for me to go out with more than like one or two friends. I just became overwhelmed with the dynamics in the room and I would become really insular and just feel like I would just have to be quiet and not talk or then I would speak and be too loud. Like I was just... I never felt that groove whereas like now I'm like oh yeah let's like do this let's be social let's like go out and like do stuff I really relate to everything you're saying really yeah huge wow yeah really yeah because I I think that in-between state that you're saying Mm -hmm. you're like I was being too quiet or I feel like I'm being too loud and like that in-between I I don't know I've always felt and this is something I put on myself because it's like I don't know I've always felt like 
fuck, I don't really fit in there. Totally. I don't really fit in there. Right. I don't really fit in there. Oh, what is that? Yeah. And then you just end up like internalizing it and being like, fuck, I'm just like alone and I'm a freak. Absolutely. Right? Yes. So, for sure. For sure. Yeah, and I that, totally get that. And you, it's not like in the movies where you're like, haha, I'm the weird girl. And like in the end, I get the guy and yeah. I get to live happily ever. <laughs> I'm still alone. Like, I'm single. <laughs> just want to put that out there. Like, I didn't get the alone, guy. Totally. <laughs> like alone, single, broke, yeah, like yeah. ordering pad thai and like Chinese <laughs> by yourself on a Friday night like like it's not fun you know or like feeling you know when you're in that when you're talking with somebody and you know like maybe you're networking or something and you get so awkward and maybe it it might not happen with you now but like before when you were in those states yeah it still happens oh it happens Um, where that awkwardness is like in between you guys it feels like feels like a ton of fucking yes it feels like there's an anvil and you don't you're like you're like getting dragged down by it you're like sorry 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 i'm like i can't get my words out or like i can't properly respond to what you're saying and it comes from anxiety it comes from feeling awkward in your body and it comes from like you know being i guess like overwhelmed with your senses and stuff of like where you're at because if you and i were to like do this right now with like a lot of people around like I would the awkwardness would definitely come out and sometimes it's funny but like most times it's like very painful where you're like why do I exist to act like this yeah yeah. it's interesting that you say this about yourself because um for for our listeners uh Mm -hmm. Kenzie and I met on set actually Mm -hmm. um doing like a photo shoot and interview for a magazine and when we met I didn't find you to be awkward at all Mm, no I've like really worked on it so like I'm saying why I bring up where we met is because that kind of situation can make people feel feel yeah. anxiety. Oh, absolutely. So Photo it could, shoots, right? Right, yeah. So, so <laughs> and I didn't find that you were at all. So Thank it's interesting. You. Thanks. Yeah. I've like done like a lot of work, a lot right. of work with it. Um, can you talk about some like you say you're um I keep cutting off because I'm very interested. No, all good. But all you good. say you're in recovery or you were oh, in recovery. Okay. What did you do? So back to like how I became right. the the activist. Um so I started following these women who were just embracing their bodies and talking about things like diet culture and um, eating disorder recovery, even though that they didn't live in a typical eating disordered body. Right. Um, You know, there's like so many atypical disordered, uh, like eating uh, eating disorder victims and people, like it's not always like skinny anorexic white girl bulimia. right yeah rich yeah, yeah. white girl who right. has an eating disorder right, right right no like we need to like that's when and that stigmatizes people who end up with eating disorders that can't like don't really know if they have one or you know like how do they talk about it and yeah i never and really yeah totally yeah. yeah and so i was like wow i've never even talked about like my weird eating habits um in therapy before and when I was like reading these women and their thoughts and their behaviors and I did some research and then I ended up talking to like a counselor and I was like I 100% like had had an eating disorder and I never talked about it and then I stopped dieting and I like started you know just changing the way that I I just started changing my lifestyle a little bit, you know, here and there. Um, and I started gaining a narrative around my own recovery and what that meant, you know, how how can I, you know, eat the best way for like my body and my well-being and my mental health um, without sacrificing like all the good stuff. Like, and and so the activism part came when I started to follow women talking about radical body po- uh, 
body positivity politics and when they were talking about you know like like what does body positivity look like on queer people and on fat people and on like black people and like what are we doing to uplift the marginalization of them while like saying like you are so beautiful and so valuable and so worthy regardless of like how society like treats you or or you know describes you or oppresses you right and so getting into that space was like oh my god so life-changing and like when you get into an inclusive space like that you never want to get out like it's right. the best I've heard it's that the safest times. it's so good it's just like when you have like good friends and family around you're like honestly the world can just like melt away right now and this is like what I could die with you know like when you and it's scary it, and you know I live in like a more privileged body and when you see like people who live in radical bodies like express themselves and love themselves like people do stop you know they like look at them and they do stop and and I question I'm like why are you like my whole thing is like why are you stopping like what is making this to be abnormal that you know it kind of shocks you out of your every day to day and then talking about it and conversing about it and like really unpacking stuff and breaking stuff down to then say like okay so let's get all of this stuff like out of your head because it's junk that like our media and our culture you know has like shoved in there and let's start like looking at this as a person because at first we just like we look at it through the lens of you know like a lot of intersections and then we categorize them we're like we have these machines in our in our heads that like categories love categories and that's why like you know, people who happen to be like gender queer, um, people have a hard time like interacting with them. They can't like categorize them, and so that way, they can't you know, uh, like own the dynamic. So it's kind of like you have to give up your power a lot, right? And I love like I love talking about that with people. I love exploring that. I love talking about what makes people uncomfortable and working towards a more comfortable like place and and all of that. And so that's like really like where like the activism comes in and like talking specifically with my friends and like people um online and you know anybody that like I come in contact with just to like plant the seeds and like do things that way so we like to categorize people because it allows us to then move comfortably in the dynamic if a if you know the guy walks up to me on the street or not a guy but like if a person walks up to me on the street and and they're a guy I'm going to react a certain way if a woman walks up to me on the street I'm going to react a certain way if I can't figure out if it's a male or female then in my head I might go oh am I am I safe right now am I not is this okay like is this like how do I react right now and that's like the easiest example that I can give of like you know categorical thinking but in and and like as an as an intersectional feminist I'm like yeah come up to me like let's like talk and like hang out with respect to like also get the fuck out of my space you know (laughs) um but yeah that's why I think that is why like we like we like the categories because one we recognize danger or you know if are we safe or are we not safe um we also just happen to like like have stereotypes against people unfortunately and we like to kind of make sure that like we're going with what we know and if what we know are you know these stereotypes and these um uh, you know having these implicit biases then we're going to go along with that because it's just what our brain knows right i think the question of what you mentioned Mm -hmm. and this is just literally for anyone listening this is my perspective about like how i've lived my life and what i've noticed but yeah i think that we have we're so attached to our identity being attached to something Mm. so it's like absolutely my identity is wearing black all the time let's say for instance something stupid and you know 
Um, I love wearing black all the time. Me too. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> As you can see. Amazing. Um, <laughs> for but sure. if your identity is heavily attached to that, what if one day that is no longer available? Mm, absolutely. Right? Totally. So it's like, you know, I really try hard. And obviously, like, you know, with some things it fails and with yeah. other things, like you're obviously going to be attached to certain things. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I try hard not to strongly identify with anything mm, because... Absolutely. It, it, nothing is forever right uh, it's like totally once once that is taken away then what am i going to be left with totally. you know having to rebuild an identity around something else it's like Absolutely. why can't you just wake up every morning and want to create your identity as whatever you want uh, right every day right that's a great question that's such a good point because i think so often we i did a little bit of research when of course naturally like this guy like you know wasn't interested in me back <laughs> and i was like devastated what sign and- are you <laughs> Uh, Sagittarius. I usually ask everybody this. At the oh, beginning, nice. Yeah, forgot. yeah. Sagittarius. Okay, Sagittarius. Cool. Cool. Cusp Capricorn. Okay, um, gotcha. Libra Moon. Not that I. <laughs> as I go on. What's your rising? Um, I don't know. I'm you have to find out. You know all the other ones. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that one. Um, I'll definitely. I'll find okay. it and let you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy like like uh, just like wasn't interested in me, and I mean, like, how could you not be interested? <laughs> you're in me? a fucking idiot if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. It's true. Um. But I did some research and I started asking, like, why? Like, like oh, sorry. Um, I felt, like, I felt fucked after he left. Like, I felt Were like Were you guys together? Like, a whole. No, it was, like, a very weird... Like, situation. Yeah, it, it was a situation. It was situation. a situationship. Every, yeah, it was a situationship. It's <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. I've never been able to put a word to it, but, like, that's exactly what it was. Um, and when he left, I felt like there was a hole inside of me. Like, I couldn't... I couldn't... It was one of those just, it was just a very interesting period of my life, but it was like, it was very, very, very difficult to like feel complete. And I realized that I had thought about him so much to the point where he just became a part of like my identity. Like, you know, I identified as being this person with him. I identified as making, you know, if I was making uh, soup, I was making soup because this was also a food group that he would like and approve of. You know, like mm-hmm. I went through yeah, of course. 60,000 thoughts of like him. It's very easy to do in intimate relationships <sighs> too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And like a bit of vulnerability mixed in there and like, you know, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So um, I know that you can start resting your identity on things and when they're taken away from you you feel incomplete oddly and you feel like oh god I have to like kind of rebuild this part of myself so like if everyone took your black clothes and like changed them to like pink over the night you'd be like I'm sorry I'm not Bianca today I can't like I don't know how to exist right and I don't know what part of our I don't know why that happens I don't know like what made us like you know so involved with our stuff and with people in order to like need that identity identity like confirmation i don't know what I think it it's, is I, I i when i think about it and i mean i i'd have to maybe like research it more but mm-hmm. i mean i don't i don't even know if i do it's like i think it's really heavily based on our culture yeah and society oh, and the true. way that for we're sure. raised and like we market things to you know people's identities you know is if you do you identify as the like as a person who wants like the brand name or do you want like the no name product you know what i mean like they'll like market you to are you the mom that like takes care of like her dog and her kids and this wonderful like ford minivan (laughs) or are you like i guess that we can you know like 
pinpoint people's identities and then like sell them shit through it yeah and just a simple like the way like literally like we have to have identification totally right so yeah, like absolutely. i mean i know that's my sound so stupid like, but it we is are all of the time yeah and in a, yeah. In a, and in one way it's like really cool like people who especially for people who live in like very marginalized bodies to explore their identity because their identity isn't ever allowed really you know what i mean like they never really mm-hmm. get to like see themselves in the media they don't get freedom to just be themselves like they'll have so many restrictions on being themselves people will like treat them a little bit differently and so for them to explore their identity it's like they're the pioneers of it you know like they're doing it like they're doing it in like modern day age where like they get you know they get to choose like the clothes and not you know i mean this is very like situational like specific but they get to choose like you know from like a thousand different ten thousand million different brands to choose from of like this isn't gonna be my identity today and like i'm doing it like regardless of like what society says about me you know and like that's the best when you see people like defying you know what we would impose on them for their identity like no you should you should wear this because you're like this and you should be like this because you're like this because most people like you identify like you know like whatever fuck that you know um you have like a really massive social media following Mm. how long did it take to grow that why do you think it did grow to what it is and how the hell do you have the guts to post your body yeah. online <laughs> yeah, like i don't know question. if i would have totally. enough bravery to do that. honestly so, like, sometimes wow. i question i'm like where did that come from girl like how um don't, totally that's so valid um like i could look perfect like i could be in my best shape i could mm-hmm, be like mm-hmm. and i still am like i don't i fuck. can't yeah you know like <laughs> no, so that's like no wow. no that's real that's real like on, honestly like i wish that i had like like one succinct sentence for you but I don't I don't have anything I don't I it's like it's a combination of stuff it's the fact that I was that inspired by the women that I saw to then do it myself I felt freedom for the first time in my body like to give people a little bit of a backstory I had I've been suffering from like poor body image since I was like six years old like a solid like you know when you realize like you have this body and you start comparing it to people in class like that was you know I I um, I never like compared myself to like my mom or my sister, but I compared myself to people in class. Like I compared myself to what I was seeing. Like I was listening to, um, you know, Christina Aguilera and like Britney Spears. And I wondered why I didn't look like them. Me and too. that was, that was real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And people, when people, when we say like, oh, you know, we need to diversify our media and people are like, why does it have that big of effect? I'm like, literally the biggest, you know, if not like the most effective. So uh, so I had gone through like, you know, like having really, really poor body image. And so when I saw, when I finally saw these women like doing l- these things, like embracing themselves regardless of how they looked and talking about their bodies and their lives in such vulnerable ways, I was so inspired by it that I'd made one post that I had never made before, like, which was basically just like sitting in like my sports bra and my PJs as as is just like sitting like you know like not in a not in like a typical body that you would see in in our media and people were like wow this is like really nice like Kenzie like thanks so much for sharing they were like really supportive I was so nervous like I was shaking to post it I was like I can't believe I just fucking did this like I'm an idiot like that's it like you're done like you're (laughs) you know like I was just like what is wrong with you Kenzie you went through your whole life like doing one thing and now you're doing another and then I became engaged in more and more of that content and it just slowly started to really change me. I mean, like they were saying shit that you can't 
argue, you know, about like bodies and the way that we take up space in the world and specifically like how do like how are women constantly like, you know, being told that like you need to take up less space, like you need to be thinner, you need to like have a thigh gap, you need to like, you know, have the hourglass, you need to have like, you know, only certain parts of yourself are acceptable if they're big. Uh, all of the other parts need to be small. You need to be dainty. You need to be quiet. Like, and then I was like, I'm uh, none of those things. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Like not even one on the list. Yes. So I'm like waiting. I'm like, one, none what of those are me. None of, amazing. Amazing. Um, you're the best type of people. Um, but yeah. And I just like, I don't know. I just got so inspired by it. And I really, I first comes to first is like being in the community. And so like, talking with people you know like messaging people like commenting like responding to people like that's so important linking people together like making sure that like we're spreading information like this person like checking up on people I have like I will write down that like this person messaged me on this day and they're like you know like on the they're on the cliff of like you know just feeling like they're going to not be in recovery anymore like they're going to relapse and I'll like you know I'll talk with them and then I'll say like okay check up in two days and then like I'll go and check up and like like being a part of a community relapse in what way in terms uh, of like an eating eating disorder community and and so it was like so the growth of the Instagram account and being I guess like being like talked about like really happened after the cellulite Saturday thing happened. And so I have like a lot of cellulite on like my butt and my legs and my arms. And we I just was found so- the name of our new episode. Cellulite Saturday. Right on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I had obviously like I've always been insecure about it. And then I just Who the fuck did doesn't some, have like- cellulite. I would like you to write into me if you don't have cellulite Please. because I'm sure I will not get one. Please. <laughs> You probably won't or you'll get like one out of the like hundred people who like message and say that they do have it. Um, But yeah. And like, I just like, I I don't know. I did some research on cellulite and I was like, okay, cellulite literally like actually has no health implications. Like regardless of whatever is being like targeted and how cellulite creams are being marketed. Like there's not like no doctor ever like, you know brings you into the office and is like okay drop your pants let me see your cellulite let me give you an let me give you your health assessment off of your cellulite like no it just doesn't exist it's like it to some doctors and this isn't it's this isn't hasn't been proven yet but uh they do say that it is a secondary sex trait of cisgendered women and so that like blew my mind that's just like the same thing as less like like you know like growing boobs or like having like a uterus like that's like what's you know that is what's going to exist on our bodies. And I was like, why the fuck are we? Anyways, so after the hashtag kind of like, you know, like took off a little bit, um, that's when like the Instagram account kind of like really started to go. And to be honest, like I really like was not prepared for that. I didn't like, I didn't know how to like keep up with it. And like the community was like changing a little bit and people were, you know, like just sort of like, checking in on me which was really nice it was really 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 cool to be able to have girls be like hey like you know you're dealing with like a lot of people who are like talking with you and like want your attention and stuff and are you okay you know and that made me feel that was like that was so nice that was like family building you know yeah um but it just like I have always maintained honesty I've always maintained responsiveness I've always maintained like community building and I think that that's what makes people you know in our community so strong is that like we're here for each other like we really 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 try to be you know there's a couple of bad eggs but like it's okay do you get any it's okay like negative comments when you post photos every day 
Every day. What? Yeah. Oh, every day. Oh, wow. Wasn't expecting oh, that. Oh, every day. Like what? All Anything that you can think of plus the worst stuff that you can think of. Every day. People don't like that. Okay, I shouldn't say that because obviously I have like an overwhelming amount of support and some women... But there's a lot of people that don't. Absolutely. And like go out of their way to not like you. Like I need to understand it. So give me... For a- sure. So there's... I, I want to like also say this that I don't get the trolling or like the hate as much as like other women do. And so like first and foremost, like I 100% need to acknowledge that because like it's the more stuff that I bad. get is like not even half as dangerous as the stuff as like some woman gets because some women have to go to the police it's like that bad like forums talking about like like screenshotting them and talking about like where they can find them and like talking about what they can do to them and stuff like stuff that you go but why because you live in a body that like isn't quote-unquote normal like that's how much people don't i understand but why are they mad (laughs) they're just mad because they think that like you living in a body that has like any amount of fat on it is not okay and that you're somehow going to be a burden on the healthcare system so therefore you should <laughs> I wish you guys could see Bianca right now she's like absolutely floored <laughs> okay wait I'm, yeah okay so it's so I get stuff I get comments like on my pictures being like like go to the gym like blah 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 like do this do that like you're nasty you're gross you should like die go get cancer like kill yourself like the stuff that you go what yeah the stuff that you're like why would you ever say that to another human being and then other women actually get their videos and their photos and screenshot or downloaded and get put on reddit just to have like form after form after form like can you imagine knowing that there's like a group of people out there that like don't like you that much and like obviously like also what are they doing with their lives that like what are you guys doing like you know like, we're all just, like, chilling with, like, being ourselves and stuff. And these people are like, no, you can't do that. It is wrong. Yeah. It's real. Okay, so, so how do you deal with that? Um, at with first your own it stuff, was like though. Totally. At first, it was, like, a little bit hard trying to remind myself and keep it in perspective that, like, because other women experience it on such a harsh level that, like, just trying to recognize, like, my privilege in that sense. You know, like, I don't go through it the same way that other girls uh, do and – Um, Yeah, but it still hurts. It does. It does still hurt. Yeah, it it absolutely does. And so, like, honestly, the best thing for me is to, like, either respond back with something, like, ridiculous. Like, like, I'll respond back with, you know, like, how about I shit in your mouth? Like, something that you're, like, (laughs) something something that you're just, like, okay. Makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely no sense. Because I just, like, there's there's a part of me that just doesn't go about educating them because it's not a conducive it's not an environment for educating like I'm not on there trying to change their mind I'm trying to speak with the people whose minds are already open and I would want in like the ideal world for those people they'll just have a different system that like you know taps into them taps it like makes them open-minded to this because it's not gonna be on Instagram it's not gonna be through commenting with me you know and it's just like it's such a waste of energy and so just block and delete like always 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 like don't engage block and delete or say something really ridiculous like really ridiculous but does it bother you still yeah totally it bothers me because like it'll like, be does it that hurt like feeling still or are absolutely. you like at the point where it's like go well, fuck it no absolutely I'm not immune to it no I feel like the day like when would I I I expect it now but it always kind of confirms that whole like you know that one little like tiny voice that like you haven't like destroyed yet that's like inside of your head that's just like nagging at like your body image and your self-esteem and then it just confirms it and then the voice is like I told you so like you are gross or like you are like not worthy or whatever right and then 
you're just like you kind of just like have to shut all of it off and then like block and delete and just block and delete your voice too yeah yeah exactly like actually but you just need to know that that's just like it's not true and even if them or like a group of people thinks it it's just like you just you just don't don't no don't go there just don't do it you know like being mentally strong is like it's tough but like it's it's just not it's I can waste energy on it but like why you know if I I would rather talk to 10 women who also don't like themselves and who need help than spend my time like fighting with like one bro who like doesn't one bro who's like concerned about his like tax dollars and like my body you know so it's like so stupid yeah it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but it's like yeah just 100% like don't engage like don't fucking engage at all it's just like not worth it so what are you working on next and what do you hope to kind of accomplish with what you're with your work I hope to put out like more resources so then that way women have stuff that's readily available to them in like with their technology stuff that's like on the go stuff that like is just okay I'm I'm in this moment I'm like kind of freaking out or you know I kind of want some more education on like um accepting your body and like why that's important and what does that have to do with like mental health you know um I want that to be able to like exist on their phones and like exist on the website and so creating more of that like Like more easily accessible yeah totally so creating more resources and being able to just like build a bigger community and then partner up with like brands um and companies and organizations to like talk about like body diversity talk about why it's important talk about you know what is going on that we can that is a problem that like we can assess and that we can you know um like just comb through and see where there's work to be done and then help them with that work basically um and then also like book some like wicked films and like travel (laughs) that's like yeah that's like what's up for me but um just like creating more good 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 stuff and being a part of like people that have a similar vision to me 100 percent. amazing 